1: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast. On the previous episode, we started a conversation with Max Markovich. He's from Northeast Ohio, and he went the traditional route of getting an education at the Akron Zips, University of Akron there in Akron, Ohio sales and marketing. And he realized that he loved the lawn and landscaping industry. And so he got right back into it after college and uh, has worked for some of the larger companies in our industry. And now he has his own business. So he's learned quite a bit in the classroom in college, as well as Seeing behind the scenes of some of these larger operations and how they do their budgeting and forecasting and pricing and and all the the, the business side of things. And uh, now he's really kind of found the sweet spot in high-end residential lawn and landscape work so if you want to get everything in context you can go back to the previous episode and listen to part one but without further ado we're going to get right into part two of our conversation of how to take your business to the next level with max markovich from good old northeast ohio yeah that's great well you alluded to this max i'm just kind of curious because you have had experience with the larger companies you know the company over in looseville and um, you you seem to be nice and tight and, and small. Um, what's, what's your kind of sweet spot and why, um, because there seems to be so much pressure of growing big and getting revenue. And I'm not against that, but, uh, sure. it seems like the Paul Kamara's of the world and the, the Johnny Moe over in Pennsylvania and guys, guys that kind of have a smaller business seem to have a little bit more margin sure. and peace and, and victory with their family. Why have you kind of sure. chosen to kind of keep it, I mean we're talking hundreds of thousands of revenue but still relatively small to what you could have.
2: Sure. Uh you know, uh truthfully um a wife and two kids. Um, you know that right now that's the biggest factor is time with my family because it's not worth putting in the amount of work and commitment that I've put in for 20 years um to not be home at dinner time to be gone all the time. Um and, you know, if I can scale and grow accordingly, I will, you know, if I can get a couple locked in guys where I can grow a second full mo crew, like I used to have, I'll go do it. Um, but the big thing is understanding numbers and looking at margins, you know, getting through this year, I had to sub out all of my mulch, which I've never done. I'm a control freak. I do not trust anybody to prune, to the mulch, but I had no choice because all my guys quit in May. And you know what? I subbed out all my work. I made twenty five percent on all of that work, and my margins are up three and a half percent this year. Wow, so you know it, it was an eye opener for me that you know what? Maybe I can start to sub some more work out and you know and that's with trusted clients or with with trusted service providers, you know I've got two friends that I used exclusively because I trust their businesses to do the same quality of work that I do. Mm -hmm. But you know, in our area, Paul, I'm very big on, when I was in college, I took a class called professional selling probably because I had to, but a big thing that we learned in professional selling that I've lived by is the mutual win. Um, I don't like to look at businesses. I win and you lose because at least in our area, there is so much work there, there is so much work in Northeast Ohio, you know, and in, in my little bubble. Um, when it's high-end mowing and maintenance, my friends call me. If it's tree work, I refer them to one of my friends. If it's you know a large-scale cleanup that needs a big crew, I have another guy that I call. Uh, if it's dirt work, I have someone else I call. So we have about a half a dozen guys that we keep in a little circle, and we refer internally. You know, then we know we at least keep the work in our Cluster. We we are keeping that work in the zone of people that we all trust, you know. Because that was my biggest concern. You know, you let someone on your property because I'm a full service provider, Paul. So I do spring cleanup, edge mulch, prune, leaf cleanup, and snow basically for everybody that I do. I ain't 12 month service for all of my. Um, you know, I get real touchy when someone has you know oh so and so is going to mulch, you know. I'm like hmm, oh they are, huh? You know, because then you're worried, are they going to snipe the mowing? Are they going to take the pruning? And, you know, I've hit a point after 20 years where, you know what, if our relationship is not worth it and you want to go based on price, then go with them. That's fine. You know, then fine. If you want to leave, that's okay. I've got plenty of stuff to do. So, you know, I'm trying to grow slowly, but, you know, grow, you know, using, using numbers, not just getting excited. You know, again, it's that Ballard thing. If you want to be big or profitable, I would rather be profitable. Mm -hmm. you know, it's, I'm in year three in business, getting ready to close out year three. I'm starting to see that bottom line number starting to finally switch a little more in my favor, you know, Mm -hmm. because I bought a business, I bought equipment, I pay the former owner money for said company. Um, you know, that debt can be overwhelming if you're not careful, you know, so it's, I think a lot more guys need to look at business as a mutual win. You know, it's not that, Oh, I took that from, uh, you know, Bob's mowing. Well, why do you want to take work from somebody? Do you want them to take work from you? You know, I want, I want someone to seek me out. I don't want to take work from somebody else. You know, I similar to conversations I've heard on these podcasts, you know, I don't, I don't want to sell anybody anything. I want to, you know, help them realize their vision. You know, it's a little overdramatic for a long time, but you know, it's, you know, I'm there to facilitate and help them. You know, I'm not trying to spin something crazy. You know, I'm trying to help them realize a, a vision or a goal.
1: So good. Well, what's the biggest challenge you're facing now um, that you're in, in year three here? Like, what, what are you kind of working through uh, to take this thing to the next level?
2: Yeah, well, you know, honestly, like everybody, it's no secret, you know, labor. I mean, labor, labor, labor. You know, I had uh, uh, two guys that left one relocated. Uh, his girlfriend moved out of state, so he moved with her. And then, uh, you know, I, I won't say the exact dollar amount, but I was paying a good bit of money with health insurance, with a 401k that I was matching 3%. Um, and nobody wanted it, you know, I thought for years, you know, why well, can't I get a quality hire? Well, I don't have benefits. Okay. So I got a cozy policy and had a business policy. What do they want? Well, they want a retirement. Okay. So I set up a retirement through my financial investor. Um, and you know, they didn't, the guys just wanted more money. Wow. And, uh, you know, this spring I had the opportunity to buy, part of a friend's route in a, in an area I wanted to get into. And my mow foreman said, well, that's a lot of work. I want X dollars a week. And I said, okay, I'll give you X dollars a week, but we have to mow 65 properties a week for you to get X dollars at the end of the week. And by the end of May, he said, you're unrealistic. This is just too much work, you know? So, um, it then turned into one of me mowing 65 properties
1: a week. That was, and and that, was, just... that was you that was that was you that was mowing or someone else?
2: No, no, me. Well, I had two guys that were mowing for me. So I've always had for the last several years, I've always had at least four or five guys. I always ran three trucks, uh, you know, a full time mow crew, I had a miscellaneous truck, and then I always ran. And uh you know, I lost a couple last year, so then we were down to two trucks, you know. Me doing miscellaneous landscape and, and a full-time mow crew, and then after this spring, everybody left, and it was just me left holding the bag. Um, you know, and as silly as it sounds, Paul, we've, you know, I've liked this business for 20 years, um, but the last several because of Instagram and everything else, you know, mowing's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, you know, look at these stripes, look at this cool mower. You know, so really, the guys that I used to be able to get that really liked the business you know, they run out and get a standard X and a super duty and they're a low they're a Mo company. Mm-hmm. And, and that's great. I'm not dampening the entrepreneurial spirit. I think that's fantastic, but it's been hard, you know, cause the guys that want to do it, want to do it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it, it is, it is a lot harder now to get, you know, I've got some good summer help here and there, but you know, they're, baseball players or football players. So they can work two days here, two days there, which beggars can't be choosers and they're great guys, but you know, their, their commitment is, is sport in college. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so it's labor. I mean, I, I had a potential to buy 75 accounts from somebody like premium accounts. Um, if I had a second Mo crew, I would have taken on and doubled the size of my business, you know, but, uh, one of me can only do so much and it's, it's being realistic with yourself of what can you do, you know? And it's, and it's not, I'm not in my twenties anymore. You know, my lovely wife, you know, has reminded me that, you know, that it's, you know, I want to be home. I want to be present. You know, I used to work seven days a week, 14 hours a day. I didn't care. You know, I, that's why, that's why my business is called Moonlight Property Management. It used to be my side hustle as kind of a joke because I was out doing landscape jobs in the moonlight, you know, every night I would work all day and then I'd go out and do three yards of mulch here. I do, I used to do commercial installs with floodlights on. Wow. You know, I, I had some cities, I checked, you know, how late I could work. If it wasn't breaking the rules, I could only run, I could only make noise to a certain time, you know, so I'd be out till ten, eleven o'clock doing commercial installation work. Wow. Um, and, you know, it's just not practical, you know, so I, I'm to the point where if I can't get it accomplished in a 10 hour day, then it's not getting done. You know, the, the lawn will be there tomorrow. You know, my kids are only getting bigger. You know, I am home every day to have dinner with my kids, you know, and that's, you know, that is my priority. I love my business. I love what I do, but I love my kids. I love my wife. So the important thing for me is to be home by five, five thirty, and have dinner with my three year old and my one year old.
1: That's great. Well, Max, I really appreciate your time. This has been very beneficial. I know a lot of guys are listening and I appreciate you sharing the meat and potatoes. Is there anything uh, we're leaving out here that needs to be addressed?
2: Well, I really I think the only, you know, the big thing, again, you know, why I've, I've reached out to you, and I appreciate you, you know, talking back and forth, too, on top of that, is that, uh, again, it's, you know, I think there's a lot more guys like me than, than we all realize. Again, all these stories that we hear are, uh, you know, I've been in business three years, I didn't know what a push mower was, and uh, next year I'm going to do $4 million, which is an amazing story. I truly, those are, I, I, those guys are killing it. That's fantastic. You know, but I think there's a lot more guys, especially in this area that, you know, they bought their dad's business. They bought a a family business. They've worked for, you know, the company that I bought at the time of my purchase was 67 years old. Um, you know, so I bought a landscape company that started in 1953 and, um, you know, it was a different time and it was started in 1953, Paul, by a guy that only had, one functional arm. So I learned to work from a family raised by a father that had one functional arm that decided after an accident that he was going to get into mowing grass to make extra money. Wow. So I learned hustle and, you know, you don't complain, you hustle, you do the best you can, you know, and, um, So that's how I was raised in the business. And I just, I think there's a lot of guys that, you know, we come into it with this old school mentality of work, 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 and you work until it's done, which is a good thing. You got to have a work ethic, you know, but we have to balance that now with a workforce that values flexibility and time off. You know, a friend of mine has a plumbing business. I just talked to him two days ago. He's grown from two trucks to five trucks which is amazing. You know, he's my age, he's in his thirties, but he realized two of his guys only like working four days a week. So he has staggered them, you know, they're four on three off and it kind of has a rotating schedule, you know? So we talk internally, you know, one incentivizes people, you know, yeah, money, of course, but guys want time off, you know? So it's an adjustment, you know, long guys, you don't think of flexible schedule. You think of bust your butt sun up to sundown and then you're doing leaves in the cold. So it's the perception of our industry you know, and, and the expectation of the customer of, you know, how we function. So, you know, I'm trying to, I'm classically not adaptable, but I'm trying to become adaptable to, you know, what is our workforce? What what do you guys really want to do? I mean, people want to work hard, you know, everybody gets a bad rap. No, nobody wants to work hard. They want to work hard, but they don't want to work hard doing something that, that could be done easier. You know what I'm trying to say? It's, uh, I think people want to work, but you know, okay, well, we only push Mo or you have to, you know, we're going to be out until dark every night. Well, that's not going to sell somebody I don't want to come to work. If you say, hey, we're going to work, uh, you know, a friend of mine that moved to Minnesota, works for a big company, they work four tens and have Fridays off. He loves it, you know, and and sometimes they work a half a day on Friday if they have to, you know. So that's my goal is to progress to, you know, a four and a half day schedule. You know, right now I have to, I try to do everything in six days. It's too many days, Mm -hmm. you know. So it, that's, that's the evolution of this business. You know, like Fullerton does, he mows four days a week extras on Friday or a little uh, landscape work. You know, that is the target. I think that's what guys really need to, if you're going to grow, grow your people, what makes them wanna come, want to come to be part of your growth? Cause you're going to hit a point where guys go, well, wait a minute, you know, I'm doing all this work and you're getting all the money, which is how business works. But you know, it's, it's striking that balance you know, what's incentivizing someone to grow your wealth, you know, grow your wealth and grow their worse,
1: you know? So yeah, that's funny. I I remember I was, uh, mowing a yard one time and the guy that was working with me that summer, he was a high school kid. We we knew it was just a, you know, he, he had something lined up later that fall to work for his dad's company and things of that nature. So I, I knew it was temporary, but he found out what I was ge- getting paid from this customer and the customer is a famous football player. And then he was comparing that to what he was making per hour. And he was livid with me. I can't believe you're taking advantage of blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting there trying to explain to this high school kid. I was like, no, 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 listen, I, you didn't pay for the gas in the truck. You didn't pay for the truck. You didn't pay for the mower. Like I'm trying to explain to him, like, dude, I, you have no idea how much money I spent. I know it sounds like I'm getting a lot from the customer, but, um, they, they just couldn't believe I'm only paying them X amount per hour when I just got this fat check for 10 years property. But I, you know, obviously, didn't well, understand I mean, I, operational you know, cost. I had a guy that
2: used to work for me, and he worked for me for a long time. But I bought a brand new truck in end of 2019, so it was brand new to them. The spring of 2020, and uh, uh, we always empty the grass catcher into a trash can, and then empty the trash can into the truck. I don't want metal by the side of the truck. Uh, they had it two days, and he gouged the side of my brand new truck with a metal grass catcher, and I got mad at him and he's like, what's the matter? It's a work truck. I said, but it's my work truck. You know, I bought this truck, you know, it just is. And that, that's the disconnect with a lot of people, you know, you know, what's it matter? You know, and we have to break through explaining what matters, you know, what's it matter? Well, it's mine. You know, I mean, I had a brand new Walker mower that a guy hit a a gas shutoff valve and crushed the deck. It was, it was a week old on a $16,000 machine. I said, what did you hit? Oh, I don't know. You didn't feel that? No. I'm like that probably threw you off the seat. Oh, I, I didn't even notice, <laughs> oh, you know, man. and it's, and it's, it's that, uh, you know, it's, it's that it's conveying caring, you know, you're right. It's not yours. It's mine, but it's ours. And you know, and I, I get into that. I'm selfish. It's my business. I bought it. I paid for it. Um, you know, respect my thing, you know, just cause it, you know, I had a guy run over a weed eater last year and, uh, and I was like, what the heck Well, let's go, just go get another one. I'm like, that was a $400, you know, weed eater. I don't just have 400 bucks burning a hole in my pocket. And I mean, yes, we can afford to replace a piece of equipment if you have to, but it's, you know, it's that, it's that mentality of it's disposable that, you know, again, as an industry, how do you strike that balance of, Caring about the company, you know, and and dealing with, you know, attitudes of, you know, of a me generation now, you know, so it's, it's been a, it's been a slog, but I mean, I will say that this is, uh, the pandemic has really filtered out maybe some people that don't know their numbers. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bigger companies that have gone away in this area. You know, I've continued to grow a couple of friends of mine and I have, we're still doing very well. But it's staying small. It's knowing your figures and numbers. It's knowing your, you know, uh, what dirt Monkey say, you know, riches are in the niches. And, you know, I mean, we take all the trash cans up to the garage doors for our customers. I mm-hmm. put their patio furniture with, if they ask me to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we do snow, we shovel around their cars. But, you know, they pay for it. That's what they expect. You know, you can go with somebody cheaper, but you're going to get somebody cheaper. You know? Um, so, you know, we maintain a service level of, uh, fitting of our clients you know and that's and listen if guys want to be uh mull and blow guys that's great i mean rock on you know if you can do 100 in a week and discharge them and, and be gone that's fantastic you know that's not me you know we walk her everything up you know we bag all our grass we you know 90 edges every week we spray the beds you know we prune stuff weekly as needed you know
0: we know you need something that's easy to operate comfortable and still brings great performance The Kubota Z400 zero-turn mower series brings all that and more. You'll also love the large fuel tank,
1: so you can keep on working without interruptions. For all of you out there in need of plants for your landscape projects or garden centers, let me tell you about my good friend Willie with A's Ornamental Nursery, located in sunny South Florida. They have a 65-acre nursery with a team of buyers on board ready to locate any plants you may need from one-gallon plants all the way to field grown it's 100 satisfaction guaranteed and if you're in the state of florida they can personally deliver the product directly to you they also ship nationwide for all of you who are outside of state so when you think of beautiful tropical plants think a's ornamental nursery you gotta check them out on instagram at a's ornamental nursery and let them know that paul sent you
0: Ever wish every day was Donut Friday? Us too, but we can't help with that. Talk with one of our fleet advisors. No pressure, no hassle. Call 1-844-996-2518 or visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to learn more. GPS Track
1: It. Maybe it's because of social media, but I'm, I'm seeing a revolution of... of- Paul Kamara, you know, kind of being the blueprint, but there's more and more and more companies that are aspiring to be. And for those of you who don't know, Paul, he's from Rhode Island and he just he's out in the field, owner of the company and does absolute immaculate work, just has a handful of properties that pay him very well. And and that's what he wants. And you I know you got to get going, Max, but you mentioned something earlier about risk. And that's the thing that these, yeah. these other guys, they try to pencil with me. Well, I just had a crew here, I had a crew here, and, and what they don't understand, because I I actually do coaching calls with guys, Max, that, you know, mm-hmm. to tell me about their business and real life. And these situations of of someone running over the weed eaters, um, side swiping the car with the metal and all the, that stuff, man, this stuff's happening every single day. And it's not right. put into the mathematical equation when guys are just, Flexing and and you know I do a million blah blah and I do two million I do three million blah, blah blah and 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 the truth is they have more headaches and and fires to put out than than they're portraying on social media. Whereas, well, and, go ahead.
2: Oh no no sorry finish your thought I'm sorry
1: I was gonna say whereas when I talk to you and Paul Kamara it's a whole different vibe because you you have risk for sure but there's a kind of a limit to it because it's there's only a certain amount of things that could go wrong versus if you had 15 crews out there. Like, it's just, you you We're dealing with um, imperfect human beings that are going to make mistakes and you have to calculate that into the equation.
2: Oh, it is. I mean, you know, life is predictable risk, you know, um, you know, one of my, one of those big clients in one of the big houses with a beautiful home with a basketball court in the basement. Um, actually Shaq used to live in this house that this guy bought, um, which is pretty wild. Um, he is a, um, hedge fund manager. He gives advice, you know, he gives investing advice. And, you know, my joke is always, I mean, I've got a a very modest portfolio, you know, we give our, our investment guy, you know, X dollars a month. And, you know, I'm on the like boring and safe trajectory of invest some money, you know, keep it safe. Um, you know, but I joke, you know, I risk every day getting in the truck, you know, cause when I pull up to someone's house, you know, I'm driving a hundred thousand dollars. I'm driving my risk, you know, you know, so, so it is an investment. I risk getting on the road with everybody else and taking my money in a new truck and a cargo trailer down the road. You know, yes, I carry insurance, but you know, if I get hit, let's say I'm not injured and you know, equipment goes down, you know, so there's a risk every day. You know, you have to weigh that risk. You know, it just is like we said, and and you're right. I mean, and I'm seeing with less people and it's not less headaches, but it's a little more predictable headaches. I mean, one of my very good friends in the business grew his company from new to almost a million dollars last year in about three years. And uh, we were talking behind the scene numbers. And I said, that's you know, good for you. That is amazing. You did, you know, a, almost a million gross. You know, how'd you end up? And he was, you know, in the hole like $45,000. <laughs> oh. And I said wait wait what oh, well you know i bought this i bought that about that about that about this you know we compared overhead numbers and it you know it keeps me up at night knowing what his overhead numbers are Man. you know and and he feels confident and they, and they're they're a thriving business and he's doing great but i can't do that <laughs> you know you know i can't do that It's just, uh, again, it's, it's these younger guys, you know, don't price yourself out of the market. You know, the problem is don't price yourself out. Like you mentioned the other day, you're doing something too cheap to where you're getting all the work. And then you're like, oh no, I'm not making any money in any of these, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's, I know too many guys that come in and like, what do you think I'm charging them blank for this? And I just, like, I stare, it's like, you know, we deal in Northeast Ohio, and a lot of places, you know, fall is my most profitable season. Um, we've got 60% of the city's leaves are in my service area. We've got all oak trees. They fall late. They're dry leaves. It's fantastic. Fall is just money falls from the sky. There you go. You know, and I've got a friend that is charging people a flat rate for weekly, like fall cleanup, you know, X dollars a week for the rest of the season. And he told me that the number and I just, I said, are you sure? He goes, well, you know, I'm maybe gouging them now, but it'll work out later. And I said, you're going to lose your rear end. You know, it just that, you know, leaves are unpredictable. You know, it depends on when we get the first frost, how much rain do we get? How long do the leaves stay on the tree? When do we get the first snow? I mean, there's just, there's so many variables, you know, you can't, you know, you're going to price yourself out of the business. If you're not careful, Mm -hmm. you know, and you might have all the work, um, you know, it just, it, it, it takes time. I mean, it's, you know, I've been in this 20 years. It's taken three years of an owner to get the confidence to say, no, thank you. I don't need this work. This is our price too bad. Um, you know, talking or listening to Corey talk about firing customers, you know, early in the year, you know, Corey Ballard and Leroy on their pod was really empowering to me to just let some people go, you know, it just didn't make sense. It was out of my service area. It wasn't making money. What is the point? You know, and I just, again, you've got to know your numbers. Every show says that everybody says it, but it's the truth. It's the only way we make money, you know? Um, I had some business partners briefly and it, the quick version is it did not hash out and we split up and, you know, did two separate companies, but they harped on me for being too critical about the numbers. We'll fast forward a couple of years. They now have come to me for some, not consulting, but some input on why aren't they making money? And, and it was because of their numbers. They didn't know them. You know, it just was that I was a, you know, I didn't know what I was talking about until they didn't know what they were talking about.
1: Wow. Well, I really appreciate your time Max. I know you got to get out there and uh, get get to work, but um how can people connect with you on Instagram if they want to say hello?
2: Sure. No, uh, you know, I am uh the person my uh, my business profile, you know, at this point either one they sort of overlap but you know, uh it's Moonlight PROP MGMT. So Moonlight, you know, property management abbreviated, Moonlight PROP MGMT on Instagram and, uh, just my name, Max Markovich, um, you know, on the other end of things. And, uh, you know, I credit you and, uh, you know, Fullerton and those guys that did do social media every day, you know, and, Oh, they're just taking videos and the Spencer's. Oh, they're just, I don't, I don't know if I have to post a picture. God bless you guys that are able to, you know, keep the machine moving along and, you know, them getting work accomplished and, and getting stuff posted. I am not as active as I'd like to be, you know, but, uh, but you know, I, I I've got some beautiful properties and you know some some beautiful kiddos that that are on there. You know, I was, uh, you know, and it's and also too real quick, and then I can let you go here. Uh, you know, get good vendors in your area. You know, good vendors, good suppliers make all the difference. Um, they really do. Um, you know, the reason I run Walker mowers and 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 Wright mowers, I'm I'm all about running yellow equipment. Um, You know, my local dealer, you know, uh, i equipment up in Richfield. If you are broken down and you take it to them, if they can't fix it, nine times out of 10, they will give you a loaner machine because they know you need to keep moving. Um, You know, so you've got to have a good dealer network set up. Again, we're very lucky in Northeast Ohio. We've basically got all the major manufacturers are in our area. Um, But, you know, uh, I posted a picture of my son on my Walker mower. They contacted me. Said how nice it was that my son likes the mower, and you know, sent him a little stuffed dog and a shirt just because I posted a picture. You know, so
1: it's 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 nice to know Walker ain't never sent me nothing, man. I I know. Well, you got to shout them out all the time, man. Yeah, there there we go. I I, I, I can't tell you how many Walker mowers I probably sold over the years. You guys coming on the show bragging about Walker,
2: you know, and it's and even with that, you know, it's that that risk. You know, right now a Walker mower is twenty thousand dollars. That's a lot of money but think of the think of the cost savings think of the time savings of all your machines you know it's you know if, if guys want to spend money purchase the right way cool. you know that's that's the thing if you are got to take a risk t- you know don't just get the, you know if you want a flashy truck godspeed but you know get a truck that serves the purpose you know get the mower that's going to benefit you the most um but uh but you know it's just it's it's numbers and it's paying attention you know do quality work Pay attention to your numbers, and everything else will flush itself out.
1: That is very, very, very well said. It is numbers and paying attention. Well, guys, I have some breaking news when it comes to knowing our numbers. For a while, I've been promoting my personal bookkeepers, Megan and Joey. They're down there in beautiful Pensacola, Florida. And so many of you have called them and and reached out to them uh, that what they are going to do is they're going to cap enrollments, I believe, on October 31st will be the last day. And they need to take a little break of any new customers just so they they can continue to serve with excellence, us existing customers, including myself. And so um, I've talked to them off air about this a little bit and just thought that, the best plan is to kind of push pause on bringing in new people and they're going to continue the great, great service that they provide us current customers. And then perhaps sometime in 2023, maybe around uh, late winter, early spring, um, we'll reassess, you know, well, they'll reassess. I act like it's my business, but it's their business, obviously. But I, you know, I've used the megaphone of this podcast to promote them. And and you guys have uh, really, really, um, taking them up on 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 their services. So, anyway, if you've been considering using the landscaping bookkeeper, formerly known as Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, uh, Megan and Joey, uh, they do a phenomenal job. Last time I uh, chatted with them, every single one of you guys that have reached out to them and got into their ecosystem, your business has grown since having them, you know, take care of your books, and it's more than just taking care of your books. It's actually a monthly profit meeting where, and those of you who know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. You get on the video call with Megan once a month and you go over your profit and loss statement. You go over your statement of cash flows. You go over your balance sheet. And if her and Joey and the team notice anything that seems out of sorts or, or whatnot, they'll tell us. And um, f- you know, for us to be paying attention to our numbers and knowing our numbers, um, they're a huge... Uh, blessing in that. So if you've been wanting to get into their, um, ecosystem and, and, and talk to Megan, uh, you have very, very limited amount of chances to, to try to, um, get in here before they cap enrollment. And, um, that will be closed then, uh, for the, for the rest of this year. And then early into next year, and unless they, you know, change their mind, but I think they're making the right call of just kind of taking care of, those of us who've been customers uh for a while and uh kind of re restructuring everything so um anyway you can um check the show notes and uh see if there's any appointments left on Megan's calendar for the free 15 minute onboarding call and uh, again that's going to be closing here very very soon at the end of this month um but they are world class um I've been working with them for years and they help me so much to understand my numbers to make sure that I'm you know properly having margin in my business and that I'm achieving my goals and and knowing what I need to be focused on highly, highly recommend the landscaping bookkeeper. So, um, if you've been waiting, uh, you, you really running out of a a time here. So, um, you can click on that link in today's show notes. And if there's any availability left on Megan's calendar for a free 15 minute call to have that conversation with her, you want to snag one of those before um, they shut that down. So, All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Smash that follow button and hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green Street Podcast. You need to increase your prices to earn more. But you better do it correctly or your customers will become unhappy. You want to discover the proven method to easily increase your prices? I've assembled the Price Increase Letter Template. It's a plug and play document that will allow you to inform your customers in the correct way so that they understand why and will gladly accept your price increase. You can pick up the Price Increase Letter Template today at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com.